What is up, my homies? It is Matt here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Today's podcast is brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. And it is another in-between episode. So it's going to be a short, sharp one. Um, I actually have a question that came off a Q&A that I was running on Instagram. So if you are interested in getting any questions answered and you know need my input or my help um, for free, um, ask me a question on the grams and I will help you answer it hopefully and give you give you some uh some guidelines to follow in your body and your mind and, and help you move on on the right direction so today's question comes from christine who is a kickboxer she trains up at ziggy's gym um an amazing facility for you guys anybody who's keen on on kickboxing like it, it's a good place to train um in bacchus like uh, that was where i first learned to do any decent levels of striking and um and every time I go back there, I always get beat up, which is a good sign that I'm in the right place, right? So, um, you, you know, uh, if, you, if you're not winning, you're learning, right? So that's a really good spot, and that always happens to me when I'm up there. So, um, yeah, anyway, moving on. Um, so Christine's question was, how do I increase, apart from sprint training, apart from sprint training, how do I increase my cardio output over a round? Okay, so it's a fight-based question, a round-based question. Now, rounds in kickboxing vary depending on the levels. Um, I'm going to assume it's a three-minute round, although a lot of the times kickboxing rounds can be two-minute rounds. So I'm just going to say three minutes because it's a happy medium. So uh, I train in five-minute rounds for jiu-jitsu. And this, um, this, this same concept that I explain in this answer will apply to jiu-jitsu if you look at it from a broader picture. picture. So like you're looking at like a, a round being say anywhere between two, three, and five minutes, whether it's MMA, kickboxing, boxing, um, you know, whatever, right? Jiu-jitsu, it, it doesn't really matter here. Cardio output will vary. There's multiple aspects to this. And I'm gonna give you some answers based on um, martial arts type experience, being um, things that you can't control in your SNC. That's what I'm gonna start with. Now, if I'm sparring somebody in striking, or in jiu-jitsu and anything, and MMA, and I am way better than them. I can throw more volume, harder, faster. Generally, if it's sparring, it's not harder, it's faster, there's more work rate in there. But if it was in a fight, then I was just, you know, let's say I got in a street fight and I was scrapping, same thing would apply. I would be throwing as hard as I could and it wouldn't be, wouldn't be kind, but the idea behind that guys if you're if you're finding somebody worse than you your heart rate's going to stay low or lower than if you're finding somebody better than you and there's reasons for that one is you're not scared so you don't have that fight and flight response you you know your nervous system is just calm so you're not gonna you're not gonna lose control of your breath you don't have those adrenaline dumps that you get right so if you're fighting somebody worse than you, you can throw a million punches and probably still be okay because you can regulate your breathing. If you're fighting somebody better than you, your heart rate's going to spike just from touching gloves. There will be a blood pressure raise just from touching gloves. There'll be a, uh, a nervous system shift where you're like, fuck, there's a high, 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 high chance I'm going to get punched in the head today right now um, pretty hard and probably multiple times so that's going to spike your heart rate okay so just understand that if you're finding somebody better you might throw three punches in that whole round and the rest is defense you'll probably find that round way harder than somebody easy where you throw 50 punches in that same round 
Okay, so that's part number one, is learning how to control your emotions, right? If you can control your breathing, if you can control your nerves, if you can control your energy, that is a huge win. And this is what happens to a lot of fighters in their first few fights. They get that adrenaline dump. I know every time that I've stepped up competition, whether it's being like, say, when I when I hit my jiu-jitsu comp last year, um, that was my first jiu-jitsu comp, the gi that I grabbed in that very first round and throwing that bloke around, like, I won the first fight, but I was like, I, th- I think I won it in about a minute and a half as well with a, um, like a, a figure four. And <laughs> it was like I'd done a 10-minute round of just grabbing a gi and squeezing it as hard as I could. Like, my hands and grip were pumped the fuck up. And, I, and it didn't actually... It wasn't because of the amount of time that I was doing it. It's just because of the intensity that I was doing it at, okay? So that's an example there, right? So if you can learn how to control your emotions around it and you can control your um, nervous system around all that stuff and your adrenaline around that stuff, cardio is going to be better. Part two, if your cardio is no good, like if your cardio base, your broad um, you know, aerobic endurance base is no good, you can't, uh, you can't have a high output with fast recovery. It's just not possible. And an example of that is, say somebody who can run 10K as well, right? Somebody who can run 10K as well. They're going to recover faster than somebody who can't run 10K as well. Okay, it doesn't mean running 10Ks is, is the thing. Like Once you can do it, if you can just maintain that, you never have to run 10Ks again. I don't actually recommend people to run distance um, if they're training in a three-minute sport. Like It's just the, the idea is to build the base bigger so that you can you can start to build on that base and build, add intensity to that base. So I think like once, you can, once you've got a, a good enough endurance base, that's great. Yeah, try and expand it, but you're not doing it for the reasons of trying to expand it because that's not going to help really in the ring. It's just more so that's just going to keep your recovery and, and general fitness up, right? Once you can tick that box, you can start to go up in the intensity realms. And when we talk about sprint training, sprint training is a great way to do it, right? Interval sprints, you know, whether you know for a three-women around, I recommend running like 1K re- repeats or 800 repeats, depending on how fast you are as a runner. It might be 500 repeats, whatever it is, but run three minutes really hard, rest for a minute, run three minutes really hard, rest for a minute. That's going to build up that fight-specific type um, aerobic endurance, right? That's going to help. Now, with that, you start adding in more um, specific based stuff. You add in the striking and all this sort of stuff. And then you can last three minutes in a round striking, right? That's like sports specificity. Now, if that plateaus out, which it does for most fighters, my answer is strength. The fun fact of strength that nobody thinks about in the endurance world is that if you can lift more weight, if your absolute strength goes up, and I talk about this shit all the time, but if you can get stronger... Every single punch, every single step, every single kick, every single, you know, if you're skipping, every single jump, whatever it is, is going to be easier. If your strength goes up, every single strike will be easier. So you'll expend less energy to get the same result, which is going to help allow you to have a lower heart rate and better cardio in that round. And... This is proven because when I get guys in, like I've had, uh, say, other kickboxers that have come in and I've built up their hips, they kick way harder and for some reason they last rounds better. And I haven't done any cardio with them. They just got stronger. MMA guys, same thing. Jiu-Jitsu guys, same thing. For me, 
I can go in a jiu-jitsu bout, and because I can bench press 157 and a half, uh, yeah, 157 and a half kilos, when I'm pushing somebody off me, and they're only 100 kilos, it's not that hard. If I could only bench press 100 kilos, I probably wouldn't even budge them, right? So I hope that makes a little bit of sense. It, the stronger you are, the less effort it is for every single movement you do. So I always recommend improving absolute strength and relative strength. So you can improve absolute strength by getting fatter. I don't think that's very um, very smart to do for a, uh, a fighter. I think the goal is to stay in the weight class or get leaner and get lighter and faster and all that sort of stuff. So what I mean by, by this is if you can improve like the way you can contract all of your muscles really, really explosively and, um, and intertwine these things, that'll help. So good exercises to think about to improve on is your simple squat bench dead and improve like the one rep maxes of that and improve the speed strength of them so you might be doing um, the speed days if you check out some the last post on the speed bench work that'll help you guys in the in the podcast and on strengthcoachsecrets.com there's some stuff around that as well um, so your dynamic work improves um, your max effort work improves but also just making sure like learning how to jump learning how to um, explode with kettlebells learning how to throw balls and all that sort of stuff that stuff helps because it creates power and it creates coordination which makes punching kicking running jumping all of those things significantly easier all right so my answer when you've when you've built a good aerobic base and an example is being able to run 10k that's just an example it's not a benchmark or anything. it just pulled a number out of my ass so don't take that like as, as a, a for granted thing but let's say you can do that next thing is to improve the round time endurance so whether it's three minutes five minutes whatever it is be able to handle that then fight specific so you're actually doing the thing right then we start to look at it all right let's get strength up you know if, if that's all lacking let's get the strength up let's explode let's get power up let's get muscle coordination let's get all of that stuff to a higher level and that'll improve. And then the game is just keep improving it all intertwined is in a, in a style that never lets you plateau, right? And that's, that's what we do with you know, our athletes at Royal. So if you need any help, hit us up. Um, we can definitely help you with that. But um, I know with, uh, with the, the, I suppose, exercise science and strength and conditioning, it's a very complex game, but it's not really that complex. Right, so I, know, I say that as like a as a as a two part thing. Like, if you think about it in a simple way, it's really really simple. But if you start to try to find reasons to complicate it, it'll be difficult. So look at it from a point of view of like, hey, if you were fitter and stronger, and everything was better, like, and you were just better at the sport, that would make it easier for you. Okay, and I'm just talking in general. I'm not talking specifically to, to you, Christine, but like just if you think about like efficiency, the more efficient you are at something and the, the stronger you are at something and the easier something is for you, the less cardio output there will be. So you, you'll, you'll see an improvement. This is like if I was to fight Conor McGregor, right? And Conor McGregor's fighting this weekend. I'm pumped for it. And I, uh, and I love Cowboy as well, but I'm, I, I, I'm a big fan of Conor. I think he's hard not to like. Um, if I was to fight him, he probably wouldn't sweat in a fight. And I'm what, 30 kilos heavier than him. And it's just, I wouldn't even make him sweat. Right? Like I'd try, but I'm sure he'd just beat the shit out of me. When I was fighting with the UFC guys down in, uh, down with Jack and that at, ring, um, at um, Dan Kelly's gym, 
to the blank. Um, like Jimmy Crute and Ben Sassoli, they did, did a session with them, and they just squashed me. They didn't even have to try. It was embarrassing. Right? They just beat the shit out of me. Well, they didn't beat the shit out of me. They could have beaten the shit out of me, but it was very easy for them. Right? They just pinned me down and punched me in the head and submitted me and whatever. I had their way because they're so much better, so their efficiency is better. Right? And, and I'm not a guy with no experience going in there, so you can imagine what they would do to a guy with no experience. It'd, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a, a, a murder case, right? So um, I hope all of that helps a little bit. Um, I hope that answers the question. But yes, when in doubt, get stronger, get better, and get fitter, um, and you'll see it go up. Um, there's not much more I can say around this topic, but what I will say is don't get into the trap of thinking more is better. Think, think in a way that you can improve your deficiencies and make them efficient, right? If you can do that in any sport, you'll improve dramatically without hours and hours of extra work, all right? So I hope that helps. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up uh, on the grams. If you're interested in joining Royal, we are taking on new people at Royal uh, for 2020. So there's a, a lot going on there. It's super exciting at, at the gym at the moment. So if you're interested in getting involved in any of that, hit us up. Um, and yes, stay tuned for content on strengthcoachsecrets.com. Every week I'm posting a blog. Yesterday's one was about how to a structure a six-day-a-week training plan, um, which I'll go to into in, a, in another format on a podcast later on this week as well. So hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you shortly. Catch you later. Bye.